0: Welcome to the K&K Wrestle Factory. My name is Kyle Watt and I will be one of your hosts. I'm joined by Kayla. How are we? I'm good, you? Yeah. Um, not too bad, not too bad at all. And as always, our guest, in reality is, you know, part of the podcast at this point, Mr Mark Leslie, how are you doing? I'm
1: doing good. Let's get this third show on the road.
0: Um, for those who... Uh, would like to know, uh, this is our second part of recording, the, the, the first part of this podcast. And uh, initially I did Serenade Mark with Billy and Chuck's entrance music. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it stopped recording. Uh, so that'll never hear the light of day, which is unfortunate. But anyway, moving on. Before we jump into the format and have a look at the wheel of questions, is there anything you guys want to talk about? Is there anything in particular you guys have watched? or anything that you've seen that you want to kind of go over?
2: Uh, I've been watching a lot of shoot interviews lately, which have been really good. Which has been fun. So we started off watching the Sunny shoot interview.
0: (laughs) I'm glad you said shoot interview.
2: Well, um, she's actually quite all right. She's pretty sound. And now she's out of jail, which is good. In jail. Oh. oh yeah she's She's no,
1: probably she... back in
0: by the time you hear this.
2: Well, probably. No, she got out, and do you know who was her attorney? Stephen yeah. P. Stephen P.
0: Stephen P. Stephen P. Stephen P.
2: If you need to
0: sue, you'll see your ass.
2: Why are you in such I a we should be
1: promoting other people on our podcast. That's not paid for it.
0: I, I think one day he'll come back to he'll come back to help us Mr Stephen Pino. what
2: well, when Jim Sousa's for attorney talk. at law right um, no but she's back out of jail which is a uh, class for her no she was dead funny on our podcast though not a podcast or shoot interview
0: I mean I think those ones with the with shutter Sean Oliver are like the, the peak of shoot interviews because I know for the most part when we try and watch shoot interviews you're not really that into it
2: no it's not that my problem is I hate when you just hear the same PC information all the time and you get nothing from it whereas at least on this you feel they're a bit more real with what they're yep. saying
0: how big expertise is Dick?
2: we don't know Um, but yeah that's my issue I hate when you watch one and it's just oh remember this match yeah it was very good I was working with Vince so yeah it was very very good I don't care I want to know who's a hoe who's a dick what drugs are the wrestlers taking it's my favourite part the whole bag all of them. I love that.
0: My favourite was uh, Kevin Nash. When <laughs> For a second, I was going to say Kevin Hart. Those are two very different people. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kevin Nash, when he's doing his one, and it's like, oh, who's a hoe? And he just goes, nah, she's fine, she's fine. Nah, she's good, she's good. And he gets to Molly Holly and he just goes, she's a hoe. <laughs> Possibly the nicest person in
2: wrestling. He's like, nah, she's a yeah, cause I saw her, saw Kevin Nash. Only one of Kevin Nash's, Bob Holley. Bob Hawley's a bit up himself, but you expect that everything's a bit extra.
0: I we started watching New Jack, but it was it was too all over the place.
2: Yeah, he's deaf or got ADHD. Like it's I had. Oh, all over the shop. Um, no, there was someone else who watched. I can't remember who else it was, but no, they're really really good. I like them. Have been my my new go to.
0: I mean, Mark, you're quite a, a proprietor. Is that the word? Of uh <laughs> of shoot interviews and, and you know those sort of seminars and stuff like that. Is there anything in particular that like stands out to you as like a favourite or anything like that?
1: I they're not as much shoot interviews, but I really like the timelines that Kfabe commentary does. Mm-hmm. Like I think I've watched all of those. And not really a shoot interview either, but um, they're on high spots. I can't remember the name of them, but there was like one where like Chris Hero just like goes through his diary of everywhere he's wrestled that year.
0: That was fun. That I was really fun. enjoyed that. I mean, for me, my personal favourite is the Kevin Steiner show with Chris Hero.
2: Oh, that's good.
0: Purely because we get the Montreal, Quebec wrestling sort of conversation, which to me is the, the peak of comedy. Talking about Sweet Pete and his baby.
2: Well, it wasn't until I met used too that I've heard about Sweet Pete. At least once a week, Sweet Pete gets brought up in some sort of way. Did I ever tell you the story about Sweet Pete? No. So...
0: I didn't realise you had a story about Sweet Pete. This is I news to me. I do have a story. Breaking news!
2: <laughs> so... See, for Christmas, I think it was, not for an anniversary, I did a lot of research and found who I think is Sweet Pete. <laughs> and I messaged him on Twitter asking for a video for you, but the guy deleted me off everything and blocked me. You blocked you? <laughs> blocked me. He does art you now. You got blocked by Sweet Pete. You got blocked by Sweet Pete? So if it's the same guy, he like does art now and like sells art, and I was like, hey, nice photo, but and then like asked him a big thing. Um and I, uh, yeah, he's blocked me.
0: This needs to be a new segment. We need to find sweet Pete.
2: If that is <laughs> if this is the right guy, if not this is just some random man called Pete that I've just been harassing for yeah, videos. Why is he blocked? <laughs>
0: why is he blocked you?
2: Because I don't think he appreciated me asking him, hey, I I went I, I said you're a big fan. It was mentioned on this like this podcast and all that, like you really, really like him. I, I've got a confession. I did tell him you were ill because that was the only way that he would give you. A what video. do you mean you said I was ill? <laughs> That's like my go-to. So
1: he, so he thought Kyle was dying, and he still blocked you.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, you can't. Which pre- means he's an asshole. You but... can't be pretending people are ill. That,
2: that no. Some bad karma. No, I said you're not okay. I just didn't, I didn't go into details. I thought details is where it gets funny. I just said you're not okay. And I thought that can be construed in many ways.
0: I mean, technically it's true. It's also not wrong. Yeah. Well,
2: exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, hold on. I'm going to look at this again. It's my spat!
1: While you're looking up that, another hilarious shoot interview moment is um, when um, Brian Myers is hosting his developmentally speaking show with... I think it's like Bull James, Matt Seidel, <laughs> and Rob Naylor. Who, Rob Naylor just gets bullied for an hour and a half by Matt Seidel. Anytime he talks, he gets told to shut up. Matt Seidel's just like making faces. At one point, you think Rob Naylor is actually going to cry. Hilarious. That one, is,
0: that one is quite good. The one that I always love is Little Champa, where Champa is in oh, between. Oh, so small it's chris hero and cabana isn't it yeah and he just looks so tiny oh i saw that and his little legs are just dangling over the edge of the couch yeah they
1: they don't even hit the
2: floor <laughs> it's when he wears his wee glasses um no but see, you're talking about the kevin steen show i really like them but what put me off is i can't watch the adam cole one because he's spitting and that just makes me gag it's disgusting oh, spitting, spitting is what
0: Dip.
2: Oh, fuck! He's a dip, and I was like, "Wow, wow, wow! What have you been watching? That's not the one I saw." Um, you gotta
0: be doing that dipski, brother. But,
2: no, but genuinely, it makes me physically want to vomit, and I can of watch that. It's made me find him less attractive now as well. How
0: do you feel about the segment where Undertaker makes Tommy Dreamer drink his tobacco spit?
2: No, don't even. It's, I'm, I'm getting gaggy. <laughs> Mm.
0: that's a good one uh, yeah I mean out of all the, the sort of shoe interviews I mean the the ones you've kind of mentioned are kind of the best ones I think mm-hmm. the cornet ones are the classics aren't they like
2: I've watched them without watching them if y- that makes sense
0: yeah if you've to see all the clips I'd love to see I know we wouldn't do one now but I'd love to see a cornet shoot interview now
2: oh he would never because he's got his podcast, that's basically it's a shoot interview every day. True. Well, I was I was watching, and I was
0: on like a Facebook group the other day, and they showed a clip from a New Jack shoot interview with Balls Mahoney, where New Jack gets searched by the police as he comes in, and they find a machete on him. I don't what? know what he thought was going to happen between him and Balls Mahoney, but he brought a machete to the shoot interview
2: that's not right
1: there is a live kayfabe commentaries I think it's with Vince Russo and before the show starts you see Sean Oliver on the phone because New Jack calls up and just says he he's in town and he wants to be on the show and then they're like okay we can have you on the show then he's like how much are you going to pay me to be on the show I was like you can't just turn <laughs> up and be like I want to be on the show then get let on the show, then ask, how much are you paying me to be here? And then just seeing, like, Vince Russo and New Jack interacting at the start is hilarious.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine that being a a great pairing, to be honest. Yeah, it's not. Right, shall we go to the wheel? Yes. So, for those who are listening for the first time, we have got a wheel of topics loosely based around wrestling that we pull from Uh, and sort of aid our our conversation if you do think of any potential topics you'd like us to add to the wheel uh, let us know on twitter at kk wrestle pod and we'll get it added again in the future when we have guests and such on here it'll be quite interesting to see their opinions on certain topics Uh, last week
2: well first of all I i say
0: last week it was about
2: i have a gripe about this wheel
0: okay what's your gripe about the wheel
2: I believe that me and Mark specifically asked for sound effects for this wheel, and it was just silent, and that's not my vibe.
0: I, I will do sound effects live as it happens.
2: Why is this your new thing?
0: Because, I don't know. But
2: that's uh, fine. I'm okay with that.
0: So, on the last episode, we covered awkward encounters, deathmatch weapons, and Jim Cornet as a topic. Uh, if you want to listen to that, you can listen to the last episode, um, titled... The one where Mark gets tickled. Now, we're not going to give too much away about that story.
1: Listen to the last podcast. No wonder the listeners
0: went up. (laughs) Listeners weren't the only thing that was going up that night. Allegedly. (laughs) Anyway, let's spin the wheel and see what we get. Oh... So, it has fallen on stipulations slash gimmick matches. So, this could be good ones, bad ones, whatever.
2: I want to know what everyone thinks is one of the worst gimmick matches and then we'll go into the good ones. So, Mark, you've saw a lot of very obscure wrestling. Um, What's one of the weirdest... Gimmick matches you saw because mine personally oh, is the bathroom. What was that one? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what. That I was, was gonna literally say. what I was going to say.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like what was this again?
0: The bathhouse death match in Japan. Uh,
2: so when you saw like everyone naked just walking about, like
0: yeah, I would, I would. My favorite part. It's when
1: they cut to the guy downstairs just putting, like, coal on the fire.
2: Yeah. <laughs> putting, like,
1: sticks in. Like...
2: I think the best thing about it is it's, like, so over the top. So when they're, like, pouring this stuff in and to make it warmer, it's like, oh... And he's getting really excited. So, but, yeah. um,
0: so It's good. This is from... Uh, IWA Japan from 1995, right? And it's called The Bathhouse Deathmatch. And it is... Tarzan Goto and Mr. Ganasuke versus the Headhunters. So I would highly recommend that you go and watch this. Uh, just search Bathhouse Deathmatch on YouTube and you understand. Pause the podcast, go watch it, yeah, and come back. But yeah, I, I think that's, that's probably the weirdest... It's up there as one of the weirdest gimmicks I've seen. Because essentially what they do is they wrestle in a Japanese public bathhouse.
2: Yeah, but it's genuinely being used at the time. It's, it's, it's not like, gimmicked. And the thing is though, we've watched this a couple of times and I still don't 100% understand what's going on. So, there's like, some so not to give too much away, there's little pods. People are sitting in them
0: well, and say, it's getting is, warmer. They seem to be like jacuzzis. Yes, yeah, so it's like tubs. a jacuzzi.
2: Underneath the jacuzzi, there's people making them warmer. So like the more you're losing the match, the warmer it's getting. But there's also a match which is separate from it, but I don't really understand how they correlate.
0: But from what I can get is you're tagging and out of the the hot tub. Okay. That that's what I get from it anyway.
2: It's been a while. I can't remember.
0: Mark, I don't know if you've t- got any takeaways from this match. I mean, I don't really think there's much more to add. Yeah, no. essentially, it's, it's just these, hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's essentially just these big guys fighting in a bathhouse with naked people running about. Sure. Um, terrified of what's actually happening. I, I really hope they had people's permission to film. I've got a feeling they didn't, because it was the 90s and in Japan. So I've got a feeling they, they just went and filmed naked people without their permission, uh, which isn't good. But it is one of the funniest and weirdest stipulations I've seen. Yes. Um. I mean, in, in terms of... Strange stipulations. You've got the classics. You've got Judy Bagwell on a forklift.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: you, you know, that's a that's a classic. Um, Dominic
2: Mysterio. Yep. On a pole match. It wasn't on a
0: pole. It was I a know. ladder match.
2: <laughs> again, I said it once. I'll say it again. I do think he should have been hanging by his trousers.
0: You can't do that to the wee boy.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of things. I don't think you should really be competing for... Like ownership, not ownership. That's bad. <laughs> In custody of a child. Through this, anyway. But do you know what? I I mean, wish how else would... was Eddie going to get on back? Well, one thing I wish they would do more of that they don't do enough of is people having their own custom matches. So I know you had like the Firefly Funhouse lately, but you remember you used to get like, for example, the Inferno match for like Kane, the Buried Alive match, and the Casket match.
0: All terrible matches. Terrible stipulations, all of them.
2: Yeah, but, but if you different. want
1: a good superstar gimmick match, Great Kali in the Punjabi prison, big underrated. Big it's fan. actually a great idea.
2: That's but People um, seem to hate it. No, I think that's one of the worst. I like, no. put that on one of my worst lists. No, I but it's genius. Like
0: it. Because it's the, the wee thing on the inside, the cage on the inside, with the wee doors, and you've only got a certain amount of time to open the door and then get out the door and then you get to the outer bit
2: not feeling it who not I just don't like it I think it's because like I understand like the aesthetic they're going for but it just doesn't look pleasing to the eye either it's
0: kind of like the cube or cube the movie
2: we're not talking about cube the movie that was the worst movie I've sat through and I've sat through some right shite okay
0: moving on from the (laughs) moving on from cube (laughs) could I touch the point um do you know what's one of the worst? Right, and this is one of the worst stipulations ever. Was remember the stairs match at TLC oh, yeah. when it was like tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs?
2: Yeah, that was a weird time. And then the the
0: stairs match
2: when they told you how heavy the stairs were as part of the opening.
0: The stairs are three hundred pounds.
2: They are heavy, but it didn't help knowing the weight of them. No, also, that's one of the worst ones. Was it not with Al Snow and Big Boss Man? And it was the dogs. And yep. the dogs oh, just the started like, humping each other, go to the loo, just not doing anything they were meant to do. That was a bad match.
0: Fair. I mean, that was, I think that was an alright gimmick, but like... They could build to it. They didn't execute it well. In terms of good gimmick matches I mean you've got your classics you've obviously got Hell in a Cell
2: which which has been overused now yeah
0: I think it used to be good because like if you built to it it was a a big one Uh, the ladder match Mm -hmm. is a classic
2: War Games is really good I really like War Games
0: War Games is good I mean you've you've got like those are the classics like your tables matches TLC all that sort of stuff
2: what is, I'm just thinking, there was one, remember it was the cage on top of the cage and then it had the mini cage inside it where you got like electrocuted. Oh,
1: the, oh like, well, I don't know. What, I, I thought you were talking about the WCW triple cage from the Ready to Rumble movie. Yes. But there was no electrocution
0: in that match. Are you thinking of the one with Abdul the Butcher? Yeah. When, when he gets fried in the wee oh, electric the, chair. That it was looks like weird. Doomsday cage or... Something. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the three the three layer cage from Ready to Rumble, exceptional.
2: Gosh.
0: Absolutely exceptional.
2: Do you know what else? Uh, people don't talk about enough. That was also a really weird concept and just doesn't make any sense. In WCW, right at the start, you know the World War Three would have the three rings, <laughs> and it's the Royal Rumble. But then you fight in the three rings, which first of all you miss everything because the camera can't watch all of it, and then you have to. So they have one ring, which is the main ring. The other two rings, when you get to your final number, you have to then leave the ring to then come to the third ring, which personally, I think, once you leave your ring, that should be like, ha! On the ground. And then you spit out. But that's a weird a weird concept. I didn't like that at all.
0: That was a strange one. That was,
2: yeah.
0: that was a bit of a strange one.
2: I mean, yeah,
0: overall opinion, I think... For the most part, wrestling matches are just better when they're just matches. Like, you can tell a story. Like, the whole point of wrestling is that you've got rules and the bad guy breaks the rules and the good guy sticks to the rules and gets, you know, fucked over because of it. Okay, Jim. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, it's hard to, you know, <laughs> get heat without having rules to break. So if you're doing, like, a no-DQ match...
2: Yeah, but on the other hand, think about it. Think how long you've been watching wrestling for. Lazy booking! <laughs> it gets to a stage where, if you've been watching wrestling for years, like us, you have to see something different every so often. You can't just watch standard wrestling because it gets...
0: Every so often.
2: Yeah, every so often, yeah. Every two years. Every two? Every two up. years.
0: WrestleMania, from start to finish, should just be matches. And do you, know how, do you know why, right? See if you need a gimmick match, it shouldn't be on WrestleMania. See if you can't have a match between two wrestlers who want to fight each other and people... see if you go, oh, I wouldn't watch, that's boring. Well, then they've not built to it. It shouldn't be on WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, but also sometimes you have to have something at stake. A title. Not everyone can go for the title. Exactly. So that's when you need to have something else.
0: But there'll be you've got about 20 million titles. So it's fine.
2: 20 million, Okay.
0: I mean, they actually do. Like, see if you look at the amount of titles Dora B you've got. It's ridiculous. It's like everyone gets a title. It's like a Happy Meal.
2: A participation award.
0: Well done. I went to McDonald's, got myself a four-piece chicken nuggets and chips and ended up with a Dora B title. Woo! (laughs)
2: You did not
0: just get a four-piece from McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a good
2: toy to get, actually. I was was thinking
1: of what came with a Happy Meal.
2: Um, but yeah, that's my kind of thing on stipulations. Don't know if you want to spin that wheel again. We've,
1: we've also got to like mention the greatest gimmick match of all time, the King of the Mountain match. Nothing oh. beats it. Nothing ever will. There's not been one in about six years. Time to bring it back. Well, What ten... is that again? Oh, Am I, I will explain the rules. People oh. seem to think this is complicated, but it's really not. Okay. We've got five people in the match
2: Okay.
1: Your goal is to take the belt, climb the ladder, hang the belt up.
2: But so the opposite? In,
1: yes, reverse ladder match. But before you can take the belt and hang it up, you've got to pin someone so you're eligible to climb the ladder. And once that person's pinned, they go to a penalty box for two <laughs> minutes. Brilliant match. Love it.
2: Not my committee. Is it TNA that does this?
1: Yes.
0: It is TNA, it is. It does it. <laughs> TNA like doing the reverse of things. Like the reverse battle royal.
2: Yeah. I get that, though. You want to fight to get, well, to
0: get into the ring. The good thing with a reverse battle royal, right, is that, and no one really talks about this, is that it's a level playing field. Because in a normal you know battle royal, everyone thinks oh, the big guy's got the advantage because, you know, they can't get thrown out. Obviously, in reality, they, they no. do that way. But when you try to get in the ring, the small guys have the advantage. So essentially, it's a level playing field.
2: Something I want to speak about, everyone says the big guy has the advantage. Technically, no. When you think about it, when you're small, your centre of gravity is under the ropes. When you're taller and bigger, think about your centre of gravity and how heavy you are, you start tippling, you can tipple over. <laughs> It's easier to put, get pushed over. They're not a weeble wobble. Uh, well, just think about it. Scientifically, you get more chance of winning as a small man.
0: So you're telling me that Rikishi is easier to eliminate from a battle royal than, than Rami Serio?
2: Yes, Rami Serio. Small man, have to physically bend down, throw him over. He can grip on like a spider monkey. Rikishi, bowling ball bowl gone. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you've got to get him over the top. Yeah,
2: right? but think of the me- momentum though. When you start pushing him... The momentum's going to keep him going. Whereas Rey Mysterio's not got enough momentum behind him. He won't keep going. Believe me.
1: I'm just going to say, the guy that won the most battle royals of anyone ever was Andre the Giant, and he wasn't a little man. But, you
2: also have to take into consideration that, um one, he was disabled, so they wouldn't want to throw him. And what? He, was, he wasn't all there. He was really sore. Right? You're disabled. And number two, and a date, you would, that was different back then. You were like, you were very protective of people so you wouldn't obviously let him lose.
1: Well, Audrey the Giant won all the battle royals <laughs> because people felt sorry for him because he was sore.
2: You t- That's how the Sheik won the gimmick battle royal because he couldn't get thrown out. Smart. I
1: mean, You're you're not wrong
0: there, I suppose.
2: Exactly, and I love the Iron (sighs) Sheik.
0: Right.
2: We watched his shoot interview. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was was a good one.
0: Right. We go back to the wheel. Right, okay. Let's spin the wheel. Oh. (laughs) Oh, and we land on entrances. So I think... With as always, right? You want to start with the good because I think we can talk more about the bad. So, what are some of the the best entrances, either that you've seen live or you know that you've seen on the
2: The Hardys. What or Jeff Hardy? There's just something really? about there's something about that music. See when it goes off, it just releases like serotonin. I And I feel so much excitement when I just see Jeff Hardy coming out like da 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 da.
0: No, but right, so you're saying that we, you've got Undertaker at WrestleMania. Too long. You've got Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania where he does the white thing and he ascends and he's like, ah. Oh. Um, you've got Shawn Michaels when he comes in the zipline.
2: I don't. They make me uncomfortable right?
0: after the whole Owen Hart thing. That was before the Owen Hart thing. But then you've got, you know, I'm trying to think of other ones. Hulk Hogan? Oh, Hogan's alright, I guess. You've got Triple H's entrances at WrestleMania, right? And you're telling me the Hardy Boys drying their hands on the way to the ring is the best entrance of all time.
2: Sorry, I thought this was a place where you could give your opinion.
0: You can give your opinion, but if it's a short one it's gonna be challenged.
2: No, because look at this, there's like okay, they they might be classic good entrances. But that's the that's the one that growing up that was the one that got me the most excited. So that was the one I was like, yes, this is a good time. I've never looked at Undertaker coming down and thought, yes. I've always thought, oh for fuck's sake, here's another fifteen minutes. Of this old man walking to the ring. Not always. Most he rips it. Come on, he takes that too far. What about when he had the bike? <laughs> oh yeah, but that was completely different. Biker taker was was cool. Apart from when he get eliminated at the Royal Rumble and then had to awkwardly. Um, bike back up the ramp and you hear it which was awkward <laughs> but um, the hard, I like the hardies Alita as well obviously that one and the eyes just show up and you're like ah. <gasps> do
0: you know what entrance I always found a bit strange and I kind of enjoyed it as a kid was when Rey Mysterio used to have the stairs and he would like appear at the top of the stairs and then like Walked down the stairs. Yeah. I never understood why he needed the stairs. Like, I get it was probably so he could pop out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But why the stairs? No idea. It was like... What's it called? That game? The Price is Right?
2: <sighs> Rey Mysterio, come on down! <laughs> blah blah. Mark, what's an entrance you like? I,
1: I had one in, like... I've tried to think of and I can't think what it is at all, but some lately that have been really good. Alistair Black's was Aww. cool until they added that creaky noise <laughs> to it. And that was good. WD4, I think
2: eh?
1: Killer, Cross, Killer Cross's entrance right now, I think, is pretty cool.
0: Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Big fan of that one. Yeah, it's really good. Do you know what they don't. Also, right, Kaylee's not going to like this one. <laughs> No, actually, burning hell. If you're going to, you were not mentioning that person's name on this podcast. And that's a thing, that's one of the only rules I've got. We cannot mention that name on this podcast. I'm sorry.
1: But I, I can't that. Do- bald headed man with the tattoo on his shoulder that, <sighs> like, would headbutt the door a few times and then he'd like yep. walking through I and like standing the firework.
2: No, I can't even discuss how angry he makes me just even describing him. No, I can't deal with it. Sorry. What's your problem with Gilbert? Don't even. Right, like, we're moving on for that one. You know- match with Tiger Ali Singh on No Mercy UK. Superb. Do you know something uh, uh, that I've not seen in a long time? Which, thinking about it, doesn't make any sense why they do this, but it was something I always liked. Wrestlers that come out with cars. JBL! Yes. So, I'm a really big JBL fan, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's just because his his entrance moves. Um, But seriously, like... So, he came out with his car... You had Eddie Guerrero with his cars John Cena every so often Who else? Um, Taker obviously with his bike Chuck Palumbo oh, For God's sake um, Yeah, you've also got um,
0: Camacho, does that
2: count? Yeah, or on his bike On his push bike? Yeah, of course ring, ring. Stone Cold when he used to come out And like all his cool cars and all that and stuff And like his thing Stone Cold
0: on the quad bike Tol- oh,
2: that was cool. Wait, Brock Lesnar, who stole the cord bike?
0: What about, <laughs> what about Tony from uh, SmackDown vs. Raw? John Cena's pal for the army? He used to come out in the wee pickup truck with the American flag. I've not played those games. No?
1: No one? I mean, WrestleMania 31, when Rusev came out of the tank.
0: That
2: was that cool. Was, like, one cool. of
1: the coolest things.
2: The thing is, though, when you think about it realistically, why would they need to get a car to walk a small space? That I don't understand. Was a good one.
0: Cool, it was the Royal Rumble when Ricardo Rodriguez came out in like the little like white car.
2: Yeah.
0: Because he came out to Alberto Del Rio's music, everyone thought it was him. That, that was quite fun.
2: Wasn't it? Oh yeah, there's a one, wrestle.
1: Uh huh. It's 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 not quite a car, but WrestleMania three when they came down to the ring on the little carts and they used it for all the legend entrances on um, Smackdown, Here Comes the Pain. Yes. That was always quite fun in the little ring.
2: There was also the Royal Rumble, where everyone came down in little carts a few years ago because the ring was so far away.
0: Biggie Langston got a thing. um,
1: Was it Callisto that was, like, running down, and then it cuts back to the ring, and then just cuts back to Callisto, and he's still just running down (laughs) the
0: ramp. (laughs) Yeah, he's just full pelt, just sprinting. Oh, bless him. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are quite good like, entrances and, and stuff like that. What about the bad ones? I've, I,
2: oh, there's I've actually so many. Of the oh. best
0: entrance. Okay.
1: ECW One Night Stand, mm-hmm. the Sandman. Coming out to enter Sandman through yeah. the crowd. Amazing.
0: Oh, I will say, um, me and Mark will appreciate this. Anytime Scotty Swift enters a venue in Aberdeen, or the surrounding area. That roof comes off.
2: I, I wouldn't know. I've not saw him yet.
0: Honestly, incredible.
2: Well, actually, I saw him one time, but it was at the square goal. Do you know what else I'm a big fan of? I like when people have an entrance where they come through the crowd. So, like, Edging Christian used to do it.
0: Lord Mr. Malice.
2: Uh, sharp. Um Edging Christian, The Shield, John Moxley does it. I like that. It's looking at Edgy.
0: What, Joe Moxley with this
2: wow thing? When he's trying to um, ruin Backstage AEW because he's a, on a secret spy mission. Yeah.
0: He's an international super spy.
2: Super spy! Yeah.
0: Moving on. Uh,
2: Talk b- about bad entrances, bad entrances though. So, nearly every diva. And like the early 2000s just came out to you, Oh, look at me, and then they would just like come down to the eye. Right. Like their music was terrible. It was almost just some generic music, being like, look at me, look I'm blonde, and that was like a whole thing. It's terrible.
0: Hey, uh, I mean you've kind of got your classics. You've got Almo Dragon at WrestleMania 20, isn't it? When he falls. Eh, uh, that, that's a good one. Uh, that one, remember when they pretended that Jeff Hardy got burnt by his pyro?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: There's a time that Undertaker got actually burnt by his pyro.
2: time that Jeff Hardy also got hurt as well with it. Did he? Yeah, it was a fake one, The time he actually got hurt.
0: I don't remember the time he actually got hurt.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: going back, just to jump back to, to good entrances, any entrance from the Invasion pay-per-view... Because they came down different oh, sides yeah. and met good. in the middle. That was that was fun. Uh, bad entrances. I'm, I'm quite struggling. I mean, I can't think... Nothing it, it really comes to my head too much.
2: Do you know a personal thing that I really don't like when it makes a bad entrance? See, when they take two random wrestlers, make them a tag team, and they come out to the weird half mash-up of each other's song, but it doesn't really, like, add up, and they just awkwardly stand... Wait for the other guy to come out for his music to play for half the half the entrance. I hate sure. that. Like the bar used to do that before they got good music. The bar. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean,
0: it's quite difficult to kind of put your finger on a bad entrance. I think most of them are just mediocre, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I've
1: thought of like another three good entrances that I like.
0: Oh, Mark's a big fan of entrances.
1: MVP's Bouncy Castle entrance. That's Needs good. to come out the Bouncy Castle. That's so weird. Um, well, I had another one. Well, one of them, Eminem slash Molina's entrance. Yes. For obvious reasons. Good shout. So, so unique. Needs to be back.
0: There was another one, but I can't remember what it is now. Now, talking of inflatable entrances, the Miz's one where he had the I'm awesome and he used to come out in the middle.
2: True. You also yeah. had... There was a lot of inflatable ones in the last few years. Like, the new day had a lot of inflatable ones.
0: Bailey, with our wacky and waving inflatable arm inflatable Tubman.
2: tube that was, that was
1: really good. Those were good. Oh, I know a bad one. Um, Wrestlemania with uh, Randy Orton's sperm snake.
2: Oh. oh, that
0: was terrible. Terrible. That was terrible.
2: That was strange.
0: Uh, oh, the... Um, it's not really an entrance but it's the time that Vince McMahon ran down and slid in the ring and tore his quads (laughs) that was terrible but funny
2: I remember my mum watching that pay-per-view together because that was at a point where my mum used to really like watching wrestling with me so she used to record it and then we would sit and like watch them in bulk over a few days I had to make sure no one like spoiled it so we'd watch like raw and smackdown like together and um, yeah we used to then buy the pay-per-views well my dad used to buy the pay-per-views and yeah, we just sit and watch them. And I remember watching that one with her. She was obsessed with Batista back then. That's why we watched it most of the time. Maybe she know the answer. Huh. If she could, she would have tried.
0: We go back to the wheel. Yes. Let's go back to the wheel. Let's see what we get. We're spinning. We are spinning. And what are we going to land on? It is on the topic of entrances. Theme songs. So, Kayleigh, what are some of your favourite wrestling theme songs?
2: I've basically already told you. Hardy Boys, okay. Lita. Love those songs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've got some on like, my playlist. I like We it, Please.
0: That's a good one.
2: Alistair Black's. That. Not normally my type of music, but I really like them. You've got your classics. So you've got Triple H. Mm-hmm. Both. I like, like The Game. And well
0: all of his songs have been yeah. the, I mean obviously like there's the Hunter Hearst Helmsley ones which are a bit naff yeah. but from the game or sorry from My Time My Time is so underrated into the game then you had King of Kings solid yeah. Evolution very good mm-hmm.
2: I always liked Randy Orton's theme song they went and changed it
0: oh Burn Into The Light that, yeah. that is the best theme song of so all good. time
2: Jeff Hardy's as well Oh, time's gone in bound words. He's bringing that back when crowds come back. But he would also have to come back. Yeah, he's not going to be there.
0: <laughs> uh. With,
1: I, I also, like, there are some classics in TNA, like AJ Styles. Yes. Luke's song. I, I really quite like Jeff Jarrett's like, TNA theme that people seem to hate. Christian Cage, brilliant song. Yeah.
2: Still it today. Do you know who's got a really, really good theme song? Both separately. Eddie and Chavo Guerrero. Ooh, Eddie Guerrero's song was Chavo. really good. Chavo! Exactly. That was a good song. You just get stuck in your head.
0: JBL. Batista's was pretty good. Yeah. Batista's was good. His first song was terrible, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right, like before, before Saliva did it. It was just... It was rank rotten. CM Punk's themes were always really good. Yeah, they were always good. Yeah, I mean, you don't uh, get
2: that often anymore. Just for royalty reasons.
0: What's the What's the Killswitch Engage one called again? This fire. This fire burns. This fire burns. Oh, what a tune that is!
2: Also, you've got Edge, which is another really good song. Oh, going back to entrances, CM
0: Punk's entrance in uh, Chicago from Running the Bank 2011. Oh yeah, goosebumps every time. Yeah. Uh, Entrance music wise. Eh, I don't
2: any bad ones.
0: I mean, in terms of good ones, we've got to shout out the Filthy Gem. Very good. Tune. Eh.
2: There's nothing that annoys me more than just a generic song that has nothing to it. You know, if you're just sitting, the way that I describe it, see if you hear a song and you instantly go, oh, I can recognise who that is, there's something distinctive to it. I like that. I hate when you just hear a song's generic music. Oh, <gasps> Even you, if it annoys me more, if it's someone who has a big name with a generic song.
0: Do you know who's had some great music? Who? Jackie Polo. He has. So that first, yeah. the, the Scott Walker one, but then, even better, the Just Justice one.
2: Oh, that was really good.
0: Good can't, song. Can't remember how it goes. When I Come Back Again, that one. That yeah. That oh, tune. Tune.
2: There was a period of time, remember when ICW, just before they changed all their music, again, where everyone got really banging songs. So you had his, I mean, shout out Lionheart's was really, really good. Yep. But the issue is now that's such a sad song to listen to after everything that happened. Very true. Like, it was a good time, BT Gun, he had really good entrance songs. Yeah, he had a good, with the gunshot.
0: Yeah, he had good tunes. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all
0: quite good, to be honest. In terms of bad songs, I mean this it It's a bit controversial, but pretty much all the new NXT songs are terrible. Yeah. Like Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, like all their new songs are just they're not good at all.
2: They've changed Pete Dunne's song.
0: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of his new song either.
2: Which makes no sense a company their size how much are they really saving and is it really worth it to change these songs well did,
0: did they all get rid of CFOs
2: yeah
0: CFOs were like the they were the goats of music like they they did just rip off like good songs but that's the point it was good how do you think DDP got so over
1: hmm. oh that reminds me um West Texas Rednecks Rap is Crap great great entrance song
2: yeah
0: Oh, r truth! I love our truth. One, people over there, what's up?
2: Yeah, that's a good Fear one. Feel
0: these stands up and say, "What's up? What's up?"
2: Do you remember up? when he was
0: K. Quick with Road Dog? They had like a really good song as well. They did get rowdy. Oh wait, we've forgotten the best entrance music of all.
2: What
0: X Factor? <laughs>
2: I got everything I've ever wanted and I'll never give it back. No, do you know who's got some good music? Christian. Christian. Not that one.
0: Christian. At last you're on your (laughs)
2: roll. Do you know what I really like? You know when someone's got like more than one theme song for like different things. Like for example, Grado, he's got his standard song, but when he's doing like his hardcore matches, that's when he's got. If you're having girl problems, alphabet for your sun. Like I like that. I like when someone's got different songs for different like aesthetics and things. True. Rather than just having the one song like at all times, I think that's really good to identify when someone's coming out.
0: Yeah, I get that. It's good for different occasions. Uh, yeah, I think that that's a good one. In terms of bad ones, uh, I mean, it's quite a struggle. I think it's the it's, same with entrances. It's hard to think of, you know, a specific bad one. I think the, the new NXT ones are, like I said, are terrible. Most of the new WWE ones have been a bit dodgy, to be honest. I hated that they changed Baron Corbin's to King Corbin's one, because his old song was brilliant.
2: Yeah, but they also gave it to Piper Niven and Iverin just the music out it. The lyrics out it. It's the exact same song. Happy in the night, desiring the fire. Why have you sang everything tonight? I don't
0: know. I'm in mean, quite a musical mute. Okay. Mute. Yeah. A musical mute. There's
2: something wrong with you.
0: Right. Shall we spin the wheel?
2: Yes. Wait, not just a
0: little Old is a classic. That is, that is a classic to be honest
2: I hate how much I like but that it song it comes crashing down and it hurts there's some songs that just really like, make you feel good so for example see when you hear Drew's song see just because it's Scottish it just gives you that whole brave heart mentality personally
0: I'm not a big fan of it to be honest really? yeah it's a bit pandering anyway back to the wheel we go let's see what we get what was that we're spinning the wheel oh <laughs> and we've fallen on the one that, that Kaylee doesn't really want to do um, so me and Mark are probably going to have to kind of take the reins on this one a wee bit uh, book a show
2: it's not that I don't want to do it it's just if there's too many variables I need, I need to of the details I need to know where I am what year? Like I need, I need, I need information. I can't just sandbox it. I need to know specifics okay. personally.
0: Okay. Well, Kaylee, you can get a specific situation, right? Okay. If you want, but the whole point of this question is, we're going to take a, a a standard sort of question and turn it into a wrestling question. So, if you had to book a wrestling show, you had three matches. I hate... Uh, what am I talking about? A main event, a mid-card, and an opener. What would you do, essentially? What, what, what sort of matches would you book? So... I'm going to
2: start thinking of never mind, just
0: now. Okay, Kayleigh's going to start thinking about just now. So, Mark... I'm going to think about my I need a break. Okay, Mark's going to take Be a back. break. Mark should take a break while he thinks of his, and then uh, I guess I have to go first then. So, what, it's a difficult question. To take, take out the blue. I think with your opening match, right, you need something that's going to get the crowd involved, get the crowd mm-hmm. warmed up, get them, you know, it doesn't need to be a big match or a, a fancy match. I think sometimes that's where companies can go wrong, is they, they kind of put on a match where it's like, oh, a high fly, spot fest sort of match first. Fans don't necessarily want that.
2: It needs to be entertaining. You need something that builds them up. Not too slowly, we need to build it up. You don't want it to like go too fast. For those
0: of for those of you who are listening, um we 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 do this over video chat. Uh, I think we're currently in Mark's bathroom, to be honest. Which I feel um, very uncomfortable with. He has put us on mute while he goes to the toilet, which is And we nice can't of him. see
2: anything. And we can't
0: but... see anything, but I can see his shower curtain uh, there, which is quite uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, your, your first match, you really need that opener to be kind of maybe a bit of a, a comedy match, you know, get the, the crowd warmed up. So, what do I think? I think well, it's a tough one. I'm going to have Grado, right? So, first match, we're going to have Grado involved somehow, get the crowd going get a bit of back and forth, get the old, you know, family friendly show, hey, clap your hands, hey, easy, easy, all that stuff. Okay. Right? So, Grado, and, who's he going to face? I'm going to make a triple threat, right? So, it's going to be Grado versus Looking King Sharp. Okay. Versus Alan Sterling. Okay. And hear me out on this one. Again, those are three... They're going to have a good match. They can uh-huh. all wrestle well. But they're also going to get the crowd involved. They're going to have a bit, of a, bit of a bit of fun going into it. Grado is obviously your your face in that situation. You've then got Alan Sterling, who is, like, the the sort of... He's the heel, but you can kind of feel a bit of sympathy for him because he's like you, you kind of laugh at him, sort of heel. And you've got Looking Sharp, who's just also going to be the bad guy they can obviously team up at some point against Grido. Okay. good opening match get the crowd involved then your mid card this is where you have you know something a bit more you know a bit more ump there and I think we seem to we've a bit Scottish wrestling here but I'll mix things in a wee bit so I think mid card I'm going to get the woman involved here
2: right? okay But it's still mine
0: I'm going to have Kaylee Ray, okay? And she is going to face... Asuka. Oh, okay. Now, I think that would be a cracking match. I can't really see anything going wrong with that, and it's a good, solid... It's just a good match in, in your mid-card. You know, fans are going to love it. Obviously, in a real world, you'd flesh out your show with more ups and downs and all that sort of stuff, but that'll be on second. I like it. Main event. We're going all out. This show's going to take place in Aberdeen, right? It's going to take place at Pitodrie. Okay. Main event. John Cena versus Scotty Swift. Weird. Could you imagine? But I feel it. Could you imagine John Cena versus Scotty Swift? It's one of those weird ones where John Cena's always the face, but Scotty Swift's always the face. It's like Rock versus Hogan. Okay. You know, they have that look in the crowd. The crowd go, mental. I'm feeling it. The Richard Donald stand's full of fans.
2: (laughs) They're basically the same person. They're just alternate universes. Fair. But that that's
0: an idea. And I think this is one we'll probably bring up more often if we have guests on. So we'll probably do multiple ones of these at some point stage. But, Kayleigh, have you got yours? I do. Okay.
2: I don't necessarily have them in like in order as such. These are three matches. But that's the whole point, is is to have the,
0: the opener, mid and main card.
2: Yeah, but I feel like they could all be main events.
0: True. I want. I want to hear your reasoning for where you would place it on our show.
2: I'm just going to put them in the order I've got. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. To, I'm going to put them in the order I've got. But say there was someone on to warm them up before this, right? So my first one, I would like. So the people I've got, they're all quite similar. Because I'd like that they've got like similar similar styles. I'd have Pete Dunn.
0: Of course.
2: Against Bruiser Brody.
0: Oh Brody would kill him.
2: Yeah. But I think it could be quite interesting. They would both kinda of have like this kind of like strong, tough exterior. I think it would be like a brutal match. It's an interesting
1: one. And is I think there a stipulation would... to this match? Like winner gets to keep the furry boots.
2: Well. Oh that's a
0: good show actually.
2: True. I just think I don't know there's something about it. I think they could have like a really good match. Wait, is that why Daniel
0: Bryan wore furry boots at WrestleMania thirty? I believe so. Oh. Because I never thought about that at the time. But yeah, I'll about
2: that. I'm, I really like Rosa Broder.
0: He would kill Pete Dunne, though.
2: Yeah, of course. But I think both, It'd they could both... It would be a good match, though. They would both go for it. I think Pete Dunne would put up a good fight.
0: Well, because Pete Dunne would get battered. Absolutely battered. And he'd have his comeback. Be, yeah, yeah, be really
2: good. Mm. Um, my next one, a women's match. This one, it's surprise... Well, it should happen one day. I don't think it will, though. um Ray versus Lear. Of course.
0: Hey, Kayleigh Ray's busy. She's getting double booked, yeah.
2: Exactly. Kayleigh Don't Ray tell Ray me you've Lita.
0: got Alan Starling in your main event.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I just personally think the two would have a very good style together. Kaylee Ray loves Lita. Um, I think they would, they're similar, but they'd bring different things to it. And I think she would bring out a lot in Lita. Because the thing is, when you see matches, Lita was really good for her time but I feel like she never really got much of a challenge with who she was going up against, so I think it could be good to actually get in the ring with someone like killary What do you think?
0: That's, that's a good one. Okay. It's a classic sort of dream match of, of Scottish wrestling fans, I guess.
2: My last one, which I wish was possible, my main event would be Andrade versus Eddie Guerrero.
0: <sighs> well, that's good.
2: This would be a good oh, match.
0: Very good. That's a good show.
2: Younger Eddie, though. When Eddie was st- still flying about, like, doing a bit more... No, I'm saying he didn't just before he passed, but, you know, he's a bit younger, a bit more agile. Yeah. And really, like, proper old school sort of, like, Mexican wrestling. I think they two would put on a brilliant match. No children on ladders, though. Fair. Just straight. Yeah, I think it's,
0: that's a it's a solid card.
2: Mark. I'm worried. Don't know about you. Yeah. Right, one minute. Did
0: did you there's, hear there's did you hear mine while you were while you were away? I, I did. That's why I took these with
1: me so I could listen. Okay. So I wasn't like booking the same card as yourself.
2: Bet right. on how many stipulations Mark's gonna have at his?
1: <laughs> there's only there's only one. Okay. And it's save for the main event. So okay. we're kicking off the show. Daniel Bryan versus Yushan Funderlager
2: Oh, that'd Just, be good. You know. 20
1: minutes just straight up wrestling like they're like similar styles but slightly different at the same time i think it'll be very good
2: i think that would be a good
1: match Mm -hmm. where would you have it Get the crowd very um we'll do that one in japan we'll do it like corking hall small get get the crowd excited feels like that's what it would be this is this is going to be like WrestleMania 3 and like all three matches are going to take place at like a different venue. <laughs> I like it. Okay. And match two is going to happen in like somewhere in the south of America. I thought you were going to exactly say like, like
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that even is. We're talking let's, te- let's Texas? Just, Florida? Um, not... Not quite that south. We're talking Memphis. like Atla- At- Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta okay. sort of south. Okay. We're, we're going for a tag match. Okay. And we're doing the revival against Arn and Tully. You know, like the <sighs> green match that Ooh. everyone wants to see. That,
0: that's you know, a good
1: one. That's going to be... It's going to be a bit slower, like slower pace. Like they're still going to get plenty of time. It's going to be good though. crowd are going to love it. I would open with that. Then then we're gonna go for the main event to some field in delaware okay or nick age versus cactus jack oh. in an exploding like no rope barbed wire <laughs> piranhas in <laughs> tanks crocodiles whatever <laughs> all the crazy deathmatch stuff is happening of course and they're going to just like kill each other and if there's going to be a real explosion at the end like the, we're just blowing the ring up it doesn't matter <laughs> it's outside it'll be safe
2: and not for the guys inside that it is my,
1: but okay well you've got to try and get you know what put a cage around it as well and they've got to get <laughs> out of the cage or until before it blows up Barbed wire steel
2: cage exploding, no, Crocodiles, no mast
0: Yeah, everything. Do Do the, it sounds like shit. a
2: crackdown match. Do
0: you know the best thing about this, right?
2: What
0: is it? Sounds like you've booked like the ultimate show to like trigger Jim Cornette. Yeah, because he's he's really hooked in <laughs> with that tag match. Like that tag match has won him. He's like, this is the best I've ever seen in my life. This is awesome, this is incredible. And then it's instantly. Outlaw Mud Show, Garbage Wrestling, I'd oh, hate it. It's
2: brilliant. Here, I want to see that main event. I don't. Mick Foley die. Mick Foley will never die.
0: I think you're joking. Sit now. That's what.
2: Touch morbid. wood. Um, that was good. I liked that. I liked that we all had something completely different. There we go. I went for quite like I thought it was going to be harder. I went for like kind of like a classic style. Like, Mark took it left field, but we expected that.
0: I mean, there was definitely, you know, more local on my show.
2: Just because you're obsessed with Aberdeen still?
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, but if there's a show and Alan Sterling's not on it, it's not a show worth watching, let's be perfectly honest. (laughs) That man could be a star okay I'm just saying he could be a star he's got the promo he's good in the ring he looks good
2: I think we're we'll wrestling oh no is that me getting maybe told I'll... to watch that
1: tonight maybe I'll add the Thunder Buddies to a tag team match just to like please Kyle make like
0: a oh, three-way tag yes <laughs> get Thunder Buddies in there William Sterling bumping around for Ole and Arn. <sighs> Blue Thunder coming in oh class Anyway, I think we're wrapping up. now. I think we're we're getting to that point of the night uh, where it's time to wrap up. If anyone's still listening at this point, then fair play to you. That's that's quite impressive. I don't think I'll even listen this far when I'm putting this thing together. So before we wrap up, is there anything you
2: guys want to mention? Anything you want to sort of go over? Kayleigh, anything? Uh, Hopefully this will be more regular and I'm hoping we'll start getting guests on it soon. So that'll be good.
0: That's fair, Mark. Anything you want to you want to touch upon before we before we head off into the sunset? Um,
1: just that on Saturday, I watched a show where Jimmy Lloyd came out on a little donkey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you did tell me about the That's show. And it just seemed uh, absolutely wild. Um, was that Outlaw Mud Show, by any chance? It
1: was. It was Outlaw Mud Show. There was also a guy called one called Manders
0: who was meant to ride in on a
1: horse, and the horse was just like like fuck this and the horse just like walk the other way so the guy ended oh, no. up just
0: like walking in like normal oh god fair so if you want to see jimmy lloyd and a little donkey and a man who's meant to ride a horse not ride a horse then uh go watch gcw one there was a outlaw mud show or whatever it's called uh, i think it was way to say one night stand yeah there. that was no. the the wrong name
2: well this weekend we're watching what's that um wrestling sort of convention
0: Um,
1: it's ICW they're running four shows at Boardwalk Buds and it's going to be a right high time
2: also if Kevin Smith is not there he is missing out wrestling fan stoner like what more could he ask for? It's New Jersey as well isn't it?
1: yeah Atlantic City New Jersey
2: doesn't stay there just now but still hometown
0: there we go
2: anything so, you want to give kill? Um,
0: nothing really to be honest I think uh, that's that we've covered off everything this week but yeah hopefully we get this a bit more regular uh, and we can start getting the guests on I don't know who would want like to come on this absolute nonsense but we'll let us know whoever's enticed by the wheel the wheel of questions <laughs> but anyway thank you guys very much for listening I'll leave it there I'm not going to talk too long and uh, I will see you guys later cheery bye bye bye